Hey cuties, welcome to Cup of Joy, the podcast. Created to jumpstart your joy, supersize your soul, and provide a sweet space for your own personal growth. I'm your host, Heidi B., certified food and body coach, life coach, personal trainer, and owner of Joyfully Me, where I am obsessed with helping people reclaim their joy, believe in their bodies, and win the food and body battle for good. I'll share with you stories of people who shifted their junk to joy, struggles into celebrations, to live a life that they love. Each episode is guaranteed to light and lift you up, because on this show, we'll talk truth on topics that block us from living our best life, how to make your body your bestie, and tons of tasty tidbits to make your own cup of joy overflow. Believe it or not, I once lost my joy, but now it's back, and I'm here to help you find yours on the daily. As my mama B always said, it's time to put a smile on your face and joy in your heart. Ready to start? Let's jam. All right. Hey, everybody. So we are, I'm going live today with one of my most favorite people in the whole universe. It's Oh My Annie time. Yay. I'm so happy to be here. (laughs) You guys, we're literally sitting in her cutely decorated house. She just put out all her fall stuff. You have a cat behind your head. Cats and candles and all amazing fall things. So, um... Annie, why don't you tell us just a little bit about you, just a couple of fun tidbits about you, who you are, all that jazz. Okay, well, my name is Annie Bardonsky. My my big thing that I do is YouTube. Yeah, she's a YouTube star, (laughs) to be quite honest. That's what Heidi likes to say. I just say that I do YouTube. (laughs) I have a YouTube channel. It is called Oh My Annie, two H's, go subscribe like, comment, all of that. (laughs) Uh, I like to do a lot of personal development, lifestyle, and law of attraction slash manifestation videos. Yes. So what else do I do, Heidi? Um, (laughs) We're both in the Hungry for Happiness coaching certification program, so that's fun. True. If you guys haven't checked that out, we are three weeks away from graduation in Hungry for Happiness. Probably by the time this launches, we'll have graduated, which is so exciting. And we're both going to be getting into the coaching realm of things. Mm -hmm. I know I'm going to be focusing on food and body coaching. And what are you going to be focusing on? (laughs) I'm still figuring it out. (laughs) Okay, Heidi. I'm calling her out. Don't put me on the spot. I help women with anxiety and limiting beliefs manifest their dream lives oh my gosh oh my annie oh my annie (laughs) that is exactly what you do that is because tell them a little bit about how you've struggled with anxiety for the majority for a good portion of your life like my whole life though because even when i was a little little like three-year-old child if my mom dropped me off at daycare i cried and they would have to like bring me up to the window to watch my mom drive away because i was so like terrified of my parents being away from me and I wouldn't even sleep at my like grandparents house or you know other places just because I was so I had like separation anxiety I think yeah um which that is actually an early indicator of an anxiety disorder which really my parents never took me to the doctor for any of this right (laughs) um and then I was also always weirdly terrified of everything like I always thought people were watching me or there were ghosts following me or like I was just terrified my whole life and I would wake up Like, starting maybe when I was a kid, but definitely when I was a teenager, just thinking, like, oh, my gosh, one day I'm going to grow up. Like, one day this isn't going to be my life. That's terrifying. And then I started, you know, having these thoughts of, like, one day I'm going to die. Like, everyone I know is going to die. Like, some people get depressed because, you know, 
sorry if this is a trigger warning situation, but you know, they get suicidal. Yeah. And, but I was the opposite. I was depressed because I was going to die one day and like everyone I love, they're going to die one day. So that just caused a lot of anxiety. And then like, do you remember where the fear came from on all of that? Like where, where was the fear in all of that? Why did, why were you so anxious around that topic of death? I don't, well, my mom thinks that it's from when I was a kid and my grandpa died and I had a dream that he died in my house in the room next door to mine and in my dream he like got up as like a dead body and came and strangled me oh my gosh <laughs> but I don't know what like I didn't have a close relationship with him or anything but yeah she said that after that like I was scarred and was terrified and like I would have to sleep with my door open, my closet shut, the nightlight on, and my parents' door had to be cracked. So if anything happened, I could make a straight run for them. Just so pure I, paranoia. Yeah, always, my whole life. And so how does it feel to have anxiety in, anxiety in your body? Because I know a lot of people listening recognize that there's anxiety. Yeah. And other people listening, like me, I actually don't struggle that much with anxiety. Yeah. I never have. And so when people talk about it, I'm like, oh my gosh, how does that feel in your body? I guess it feels, for me, it's a lot, it's like heaviness in my chest and kind of like buzzy, but like scary. Like it just feels like something's wrong. Yeah. Like it just feels like constant stress and something's wrong. Right. When did you feel like you got a handle on it and things started to shift? Oh, a couple years ago? Yeah. What, what changed for you? Well, it was when I hit a really low point mm. and um, I was like depressed and in bed for like two weeks and like everything seemed wrong in my life. Terrible toxic relationship, terrible toxic friendships. Um, I'd gained 30 pounds quickly. Um, just everything was wrong. I was keeping everything in. I would never open up to anyone. Like yeah. I'd keep my secrets and I didn't want anyone to know anything that was going wrong in my life. Mm -hmm. So I was just like isolated and it was just a really rough time. And so my friend was like, hey, I have these personal development books that you should read like if you are open to that I will I'll get them on Amazon and have them delivered to you and I was like sure yeah. and even though at that point I hated reading my whole life I hated reading I was like I will try anything to not feel this way because this is not how my life is supposed to be going it's amazing what we will do when we hit rock bottom and I think that that's the most important thing and something that I try to bring to light on this podcast is actually being able to shift the junk to joy mm -hmm. and know that like after the struggle you get to celebrate where you've been and so I'm so glad that you're sharing this story today because people don't realize a lot of times on social media on our YouTube pages even I know that you have actually talked about yeah. your struggles but I'm sure it took you a long time oh, to make the sure. shift even on your YouTube channel oh, for sure. to like letting the world see your pain yeah. and knowing that that's like that is the best way to get to the other mm -hmm. side is to face it head on and to that there are ways for us to do it on our on our own and with others yeah so sure. so keep going and telling us this is amazing yeah. by the way so you got these self-development books yeah and, I and you're like that. I will try anything I will, literally I hate reading I've never been able to like keep track of what I'm reading because ADHD like I could never keep focus on a book but yeah. I, I, I read one the first one I read was called The Miracle Morning by Hal, Hal Elrod oh can we just pause for a yes. second <laughs> you guys need to read this book that was it is, my first personal development oh, book I ever read Annie told me about this book and I it literally has shifted my mornings I actually teach it in my coaching programs now mm -hmm. and it's it has changed the way that I do 
life. Yeah. Like it has changed the way I do my mornings. It has changed the way that I do my evenings. And it has brought so much joy to my yeah. day by just shifting those things. So say the name of it again. The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. Everyone go get that book right now. And just reading that, like, did you read the testimonials in the beginning? Yes. So many people had the, the best things to say about this and Hal Elrod himself. Did you hear like, did you read the part about how he was in an accident and was like paralyzed and the doctor said he was never going to walk and all this stuff mm-hmm. and like he's now fully functioning and yes, and his life is like thriving and he's very wealthy and happy and doing all the things. So that got me really excited and I implemented it though, yes. and, which is really surprising at that point because I was always very flaky, but I was like, I'm, I'm going to do it. Like all these people said that this worked for them. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to, you know, start waking up when my body wakes up because I used to you know when you're depressed you just like go oh I want to sleep longer I want to sleep longer like I don't even want to be awake and deal with this so I would sleep till like noon my whole adult life I up until a few years ago I slept until noon every day just because wow. and in the book it says like you're telling the universe that my life isn't worth living mm. when you decide that you need to sleep longer like my reality isn't worth being a part of so I just want to numb out and sleep so you know, I started waking up early before eight or whenever. I don't remember when, when I set my alarm back then. And I just implemented a really solid self-care morning routine. And I never had any self-care in my life. Like I started meditating because of that book, which I still do to Me this too. day on the regular. Um, I started moving my body. I started um, journaling. I started, uh, I think that might be around when I started future pacing or scripting where you script out or write out. Um, as if it were the present tense, your future. Yes. If that makes sense. I don't yes. know if I explained that very well. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, I just got a really solid morning routine. And then after I finished that book, which is an amazing, very quick read that everyone should read. Such a quick read. It, yes. it really is such a quick read and such a game changer. And the other thing that, you know, along this, those same lines is all of those steps sound like a lot of things to do, but the coolest thing is, is you literally do each one for ten one minutes. minute. Oh, I did one ten, and then I I like started increasing it because I started with one, one thing, and I think there's like five or seven things yeah. that you do, so seven minutes total. Yeah, and then I added two minutes for each thing, yeah. and then three minutes for each thing, and four minutes, so you can graduate your way yeah. to an hour morning routine, which is a solid amount of yeah. time. But if you don't have enough time and you're feeling overwhelmed carve out seven minutes in your morning you guys and read that book it will change your day yeah Yeah. I I went because at that point I was just I think babysitting at that point so I had somewhat of a flexible schedule so I just did the full hour and I would do 10 minute increments and I would set my timer and read for 10 minutes journal for 10 minutes meditate for 10 minutes yep so on so so on so forth so on, so forth. Words are hard. <laughs> so on and so forth. <laughs> so on and so forth. Um, so after I read that, I read The Success Principles by Jack Canfield. Have you read that one yet? Oh, I have not read this one yet. This is my favorite book. Ooh. Favorite book. Say it again. Say it again. The Success Principles, How to Get from Where You Are to Where You Want to Be by Jack Canfield. Amazing. It's so good. The first chapter blew my mind and now it's like common sense, but at that point it wasn't. And it was just the fact that we are responsible for where we are in life. (laughs) And like, it's no one else's fault. We made these decisions. And even if people have done us wrong, we, we are accountable for our reactions and, and letting that stunt us or, you know, using it for growth. Yes. Um, I was just talking to Annie about this at lunch and I, I, you know, you guys will have heard at this point, my story on episode number one mm -hmm. of Cup of Joy, the podcast and how, 
when we decide to take radical responsibility for our own human experience, that's when we get to grow. Mm -hmm. That's when we get to change. That's when we get to transform. But we have to take radical responsibility for our shit, mm -hmm. right? And that blew my mind hearing that. I'm Whoa. like, what? It's not my parents' what? fault? It's not my roommate's fault? Yeah. Like, it's it's my, I did It's this? not my boyfriend's fault. I it's not this? my thing. Like, stuff happens in life and it will continue to happen for us. Mm -hmm. Everything is happening for us in perfect timing. Yeah. You and I truly, we truly believe that, that mantra. That. Yeah. We live by this mantra. We know this mantra. And when you decide to adapt that mantra and take responsibility for your human experience, that's when life just mm -hmm. goes, hello, here I am. You're showing up to your life and you're taking ownership. Yep. Here we go. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's, it's a game changer. Definitely. So that was the first chapter. And then each chapter is like a whole new thing, a whole new thing you can implement. And like, obviously I didn't implement every single thing because there's like 30 something chapters. It's really long. Wow. Um, but Jack Canfield, the author of this book, he is part of you know the book slash the documentary movie the secret so he's into the law of attraction and manifestation and that is where i really started learning about it actually now that i think of it i know i mentioned this with the miracle morning but it was actually the success the success words it was actually the success <laughs> principles where i learned about scripting or future journaling that's where i really implemented it yeah. And I learned a lot of these different methods, like visualizations. That's where I learned about visualizations, where you, to manifest the things that you want in your life, you need to not only vividly visualize those things that you want. Well, you don't need to, but it's a huge tool that people overlook. Visualize mm -hmm. what you want and bring in the feeling of having that thing already. Mm -hmm. So that's really where I started learning about manifestation. And it also mentioned vision boards. And I started making vision boards every year for the last several years since I read that book, I make vision boards. And so many of the things on those vision boards come true. I, I wish you guys could see her vision board right now, but you can check out her YouTube, her, her YouTube page later. She goes deep into it. Um, but I'm staring at it right now and, and so many things on her list have already, already surfaced. And, and that's come just through. one of my boards. <laughs> you have several, several boards. Yeah. It's from so last great. Years. And I have one that I did at, um, in December of last year mm -hmm. to move into 2019. Mm -hmm. And I, I, have it on my mirror at home and I look at it every single morning and I think that probably 90% yeah. of that board came true this year yes. and I didn't even realize yep. it was happening mm -hmm. but I stare at that thing I wait it's the first thing I see every mm -hmm. morning it's the last thing I see every evening yeah and the more I look at it it just like makes me want to cry because I'm like oh, I'm doing that it. and that and that and that and that but we really really again it goes back to that responsibility and ownership of yeah. saying this is what I'm going to create for my life we have to take responsibility I'm allowed and create to it. have this I'm allowed to have this yeah like get as big and as crazy as you feel drawn to and go for it so the vision board getting really clear even if the goal seems scary because the scary ones are the ones that have like happened for me yes like coaching is on this vision board I put that on before I joined the program me too yeah me too <laughs> and I had never even thought about getting into coaching until did I tell you the story behind this no. Okay, so this year when I was making my 2019 vision board, I was like, what, what do I want to push myself towards this year? And people kept saying like, oh, you should do coaching because I'd been sharing my growth over the last few years. And so I had that in my mind. And so I decided I'll go onto Google Images and just see what images I can find for coaching. So I typed in life coaching. And one of the first images said coaching with Annie. 
And I was like, that what? is a sign from the universe saying that this is, and I was like, crap, I guess that means I need to I do gotta it. I got to do this. Yeah. So I yeah. printed it out and I put it on my vision board a couple of days later. Um, there was Sam popping up on my Instagram saying, hey, Our there's coach, only two the spots left. Yeah, there are only two spots left in my program. Like, uh, And you didn't follow her yet? No, I had followed her, okay. but I wasn't like super, like I was more of an Angie Lee fan. Yeah. So, but I was like, this is literally what I just put on my vision board. So I swiped up and I put my name down to, to do a call. And uh, I had my call and I joined on the spot. And wow. I was like, and when I did that, I'm like, I do not know how I'm going to come up with this money. I just moved into my dream luxury apartment, which is another thing I manifested. And I already went from paying like $900 at my old apartment, which was with roommates to over $2,000. And I'm like, that was already a huge jump. And then to add on payments for my coaching program, I'm like, how is this going to happen? But I just had faith and the money showed up and I got it paid off before I even needed to have it paid off. That is wild. Yeah. And I think it's important for people to hear too that you didn't just have faith, you had faith, but you also took action mm -hmm. toward your goals. So by creating these visions, by journaling your and picturing your future that oh, you yeah. desired for yourself, by waking up before noon and creating a new routine mm -hmm. for yourself, by moving your body, by showing up, mm -hmm. by signing up for things that uh, brought growth to your life. That you seems actually, scary. Yeah. Yes. You faced a lot, a lot of fears, especially with what you were talking about earlier and all of your anxiety. Yeah. I think, you know, can you talk a little bit about how that hasn't gone away? No. Right? No, that hasn't gone away. I just have had to change my relationship to anxiety. Um, so all of these emotions that we experience, even the ones that we think of as quote unquote negative, yeah. like they don't just magically disappear and they never come back in your life. It's just happy and it's all rainbows and sunshine forever. No, like the scary, d tough stuff comes back up. But for, for me now, I've completely changed my relationship to my anxiety. For me, before, anxiety meant stop. No, don't do it. That's scary. Stay in your comfort zone. Don't go. But now I've learned that that anxiety is there and that's usually where you need to push through and do it. And when you do that thing and face that scary, anxious feeling and do the things that, that you want to do, but they're so scary, but like, oh, you like you have so much stress and fear over it. But then you do it and you realize like, this is just a feeling. This is literally just a physical feeling. This doesn't mean I can't do it. I'm not going to die. Yeah, I'm not going to die. I'm not going to die. Yeah. Yeah, and it feels like it in your body. Yeah, you like, feel I'm gonna like die this is wrong, this. this is wrong, this is wrong, scary, scary, stop, stop, stop. That's not my story with it anymore. That is, Ugh, that is my so new good. story is, just because I have this sensation in my body, I'm still going to push through. I went and I spoke in front of 1,500 women Last weekend, it was or two weekends so ago. wild, you guys, and she was terrified. Public speaking is a huge fear for many people, myself included, and I was so terrified of it, but I did it, and I'd been telling myself, like, no matter what happens, no matter if my body is shaking, I can still speak. That yes. doesn't mean stop speaking. Shaking and feeling anxious does not mean stop. It just means this is a sensation. It's okay. Mm -hmm. You can get present. You can slow down and speak through it anyway. But the cool thing is... I actually got on stage and I had zero nerves. So that was so... great. Of course I did cry backstage first, but that right. crying was like a huge release. And I'm like, if I wouldn't have cried backstage, I probably would have felt a lot more anxious going on stage. But like, that's another thing. If you feel like you gotta cry, 
do it. Please cry. Please, please cry, you guys. Don't Um, hold it back. (laughs) I love to tell my clients, tears are truth. Mm -hmm. So there's something that you just haven't allowed your body to process yet, and it just needs to move the emotion out of your body through tears. And the second that we allow ourselves to feel and cry and move through, it's like, oh, there was something true there for me. Mm-hmm. There's always a lesson in it, okay. right? And sometimes sometimes there's nothing. I'm not Some- happy to cry, too. Yeah, me too. I used like, to yes. resist, 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 resist. Like, it would bubble up, bubble up. Oh, yeah. my gosh, here it comes. It in, hold it now in. just let it go. Yep. Let it go because there's so much relief on the yep. other side, right? Yeah. Oh. I, love it. I love crying now. So that's if you have any takeaway from today, like cry. If you feel like you got to cry, let it out. It's okay. Cry it out. Cry it out. <laughs> cry it no out. shame in crying. I'll be crying with you somewhere. <laughs> um, this is this is so, 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 so amazing. I literally, this is what this podcast was built for of showing people that everyday people, just like you listening, that we all have stuff. We all have junk. We all have struggles. We all have pain. It's real. Mm-hmm. It's there. It exists. But on the other side of all of those scary, terrifying, emotional experiences, now look at your life. She's yeah. literally manifested everything that she's desired for herself to date. Mm-hmm. Um, we've we've both increased our friendships tenfold yeah. this year. Mm-hmm. All because we are willing to address and be honest and be vulnerable about our painful experiences yes. and shift our junk to become our joy. Mm-hmm. And you know I'm obsessed with joy, all mm-hmm. things joy, but that doesn't mean that I feel joy all no. the time. Do not be fooled, everybody. Like, I, I have all the feelings too, and I'm going to be willing to share those more and more and more and more and more, but I get to feel joy because I'm willing to acknowledge that the other things exist. Yes. Right? Yes. It's so crazy. Okay, so Annie, I want to ask you a few closing questions. And you guys, I didn't prep her on this. Okay. Because I wanted to get her real Uh, authentic. I know. This feels like high school. Anxiety. Anxiety (laughs) kicking in. (laughs) No, No, they're easy questions. They're easy questions. Don't overthink it. First thing that comes to your mind, okay? We're not going to judge you. This is just... one word? um, No, I'm going to ask you the question. Okay. Okay, you ready? How would you describe the feeling of joy? Oh my gosh. This electric excitement that just bursts out of you. So good. It is. It is. It is. Okay. um, And then what do you love most about yourself? I love that no matter who I meet, I feel like I can make friends with anyone who's open to it. Like, it doesn't matter what kind of a person you are. Like, I can, you know, get down with anyone. You can. Yeah. You can. You guys, she is the real deal. She is incredible. I call her like the girl version of Peter Pan because she never wants to grow up. She always wants to play. She wants to find joy in every single day. She wants to make things easy. She doesn't follow the rules. She doesn't want to play by the rules ever. So if you want more, oh my Annie in your life, where can they find you? What do you have going on that they should be paying attention to? Okay, so I have my YouTube channel. As I mentioned, that is www.youtube.com slash ohmyannie, and that's with two H's. And I post pretty much weekly there. And then I also am very active on Instagram. If you want to connect with me there, that's at O-H-H-M-Y-A-N-N-I-E. Also, just like Heidi, I will be starting to coach with... I will be starting to coach people through like their anxieties and limiting beliefs and just like helping them manifest what they want in their lives. So that'll be coming up soon. You guys, you need to pay attention to all things that she's doing. Like I said, she is pure joy and one of my 
most favorite treasured friends and people on the planet. So check all her stuff out and reach out to her if you want a little more Oh My Annie in your day. Thanks for being on my show today. Thanks for having me. All right. We'll talk soon. Yes, we will. Bye, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you love what you heard, please take a quick second to screenshot this episode and share it with someone that you know would love it. Connecting with you brings sunshine to my soul. So let's continue the conversation on Instagram at joyfullybe. Drop me a message, question, or share your own junk to joy story with me. Remember that joy is contagious. You can help me spread it by leaving a little buzz, aka a review, on Apple Podcasts. To learn more about Cup of Joy, the podcast, and my soulful services, visit cupofjoythepodcast.com. Chat soon.